Oh, I should have bought him my whole home project. So I'm currently uh, sewing my Halloween costume together. I can't wait to see it. I'm Honestly, excited. it's coming along really well. It looks really cute. Oh no, you can hear the pin. Let me put it oh, in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you so I was like, you no fucking way. I was about to say, it's cool you're like dragging on something. Is she taking a drag? <laughs> Excuse me? Nope, it's not fabric. It's not fabric coming across that microphone. It's just you being an addict. <laughs> she is taking a long drag. I'm like, dang, girl. <laughs> dang, what kind of day you had? <laughs> oh, we, oh, bitch, I ran so many errands today. Let me not cuss when we start. I know, we, we cuss on this. It's no, all good. And then we, we'll bleep some out. I mean, I used to bleep out. Now I don't bleep anything out. Oh, you don't bleep anything out. Okay. Now I just edit out whatever might be problematic. Okay. Heard. Heard. It's mostly me. Well, it can sometimes be me too. I mention my booty hole a lot. I don't think you understand. Like, yeah, if I want do, my mom to listen to this. You do mention your booty okay. hole a lot. And I, I uh, warn my friends and other listeners, like, hey. Unless you want to hear about stuff. Coco's pussy, like... <laughs> You might want to okay. just be, see a lot or be like afraid, me, like be very fucked, afraid, but you know, my back blown out. You might hear about the Harris Teeter dick that I got the opportunity to witness the other day. Okay. I can't meet myself. Well, you fucking <laughs> called me on that part. I was like, why does this bitch call me at three o'clock in the afternoon? No, I, for those listening in and as we're waiting for Reed to tune in. Actually, oh, you know what? Let me wait for Reed to come in to get his genuine reaction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. Leave him alone. Y'all, don't make Reed cancel this podcast again. Please. No, he's not going to leave because he already knew what he signed up for because That's he's true. been he listening to these episodes. That's true. So he's got to know. Also, this is the Petty Podcast. I'm here to like set his life on fire. Is this is how loud, loud I really am? No, this is just how loud I really am, really? No, it's just our uh, loud Reed. audio. I need to invest in like a soundproof little room or like just a bunch of memory foam pads to like plaster on the inside of my closet. Mm. I'm currently in the closet too. Oh on, no. Closet, girl. girl, I'm trying. I'm scared. <laughs> what are you scared for? It's wild out here in these streets. Well, um. What you scared for? Have you looked at the news? Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't really watch the news. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried not to watch the news. I mean, it's traumatizing, but sometimes we ain't got no fucking choice. Right. Gotta know what's going on out in that world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like in Atlanta where in Buckhead, they we have like a Buckhead, like, I'm not sure what nickname they call them. What'd like you the call Slayer. Them? It's like the Buckhead Shut Slayer. Up. <laughs> I don't even know. But anyway, like he's, this person's kidnapping these women and killing them and leaving their bodies all over Atlanta. Well, that's not where I thought this was going at all. I thought you were going to say there's someone that's like the town buckhead who goes around and tells all the town news, like, did you hear that Lori's having her baby? And oh, I no, we have those, too. <laughs> well, that's really my neighborhood. My, my neighborhood's, like, very gossipy. They're that's my grandma. Buckheads, though. Is that like, literally, bitch? Can y'all, he- can y'all hear me? Ah! Oh, the girls are back together. I love it. Mm. How you doing, ho? I'm good. Uh, I was like, okay, it's been so long. Let me fi- find my notes and the questions that I had prepared. Couldn't find them, so I oh. had to type them back up. I have everything 
of like topic wise that I was gonna have in questions and was able to reconstruct it in 10 15 minutes. And then I went, oh, I should probably get some water. And Gotta then I got nothing, so. <laughs> Dad is back, ladies and gentlemen. Pop Dad Reed. is back. Dad's Pop got his Reed. water bottle. <laughs> do, do, I, do I hear cling cling with the little clip on it? A little carabiner. Stop, y'all don't did you uh, read like that. No, it's just what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> also, I mean, read. hey, it's my signature thing. Go. And then, how are y'all? Oh, fantastic. I'm chilling. <laughs> Kalia freaking smoking her little hookah pen over there. She's got that Delta 8 in the pen form. Oh, she got Delta 8 going? Yes, girl. I'm a Delta 8 queen. Yes, we love that. We Delta love work, it. look at her go. Amen. <laughs> Although this is not a Delta work household for all the roof. No, ma'am, Carmen that. Carrera. <laughs> no, 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 no. Adore Delano every day. Sorry. Not sorry. This is a drag race household. We got a little obsessed. Uh, Y'all have to update me because like I'm way behind on everything. Drag race. Oh, don't worry. I remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember who were the major bitches of the year, other than myself, and that's all it counts. Stop. Read before we get started. I have a story to tell you. Oh God. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. that's the appropriate response. Honestly, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm not. Okay. But also, Continue. you're not allowed to hang up. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Mm -mm. You're already invested. You're on live. We're good. We're already recording. It's too late. Okay, so uh -huh. I was driving home from work the other day. Uh -huh. And I was just vibing. I was just listening to a new podcast. Uh, I was just in the car. I stopped by the Harris Teeter on my way back from South Park. So do you know that Harris Teeter over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On, oh God, what is it? Like, uh, Providence. It's like the fancy yeah, South yeah, Park. Providence, Providence. Yeah, that's it. Yes. So, I was stuck there in traffic because they're repaving all of those roads right there. Uh, and I feel mm -hmm. like I heard about that. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. Oh, my God. It always is. fucking horrible. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Hate it. Zero out of ten. But there, I was just looking out my window, trying to mind my fucking business. And then this guy had the audacity. To uh -huh. just walk past, like, he, oh he'd lord, this story. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he had obviously just finished his run. He was shirtless, and he was uh -huh. in, yeah, he was in gym shorts, and that dick swinging back and forth. No, 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 don't wait a minute, wait a minute. I think he has it already. <laughs> or is this something new? I haven't like, told you like the exact words that came out of my mouth though, because I looked at him and I saw the pecs popping, biceps rocking, my pussy throbbing. Okay. And I just he was walking yeah, by but... and I was just <laughs> he was all that and a bag of chips. Not uh, a bag of chips, too and a what bag flavor of bitch? Bag of chip. oh, bitch. Sour cream and onion bitch. <laughs> Emphasis on the cream. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's the red that you want You're pushing your luck. Actually, <laughs> my luck done ran out 25 years ago, and I was born at 24 years ago, okay? 24, uh, just shy of 25. I'm so weak. 25. But, like, he was obviously free-balling it this day. Mm-hmm. 
Free so balling. I could see it swanging in the wind, like mm-hmm. so, like I could see it pop from one leg to the other in his shorts, and it was like really defying the laws of physics. And uh-huh. defying the laws of physics. I was just stopped there in traffic, mouth agape, uh-huh. just hoping that he would stop on by my window and like fill the hole in my mouth, you know. But like, it was really like it was just it was big. Oh, Jesus. God. Like, I, the words I used, because I called Jules as soon as he finished passing my car, because I couldn't wait a moment to share this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you get the phone call. The words I used, quote, that thing is long enough to tie around my neck, choke me a little bit, and then still mm-hmm. have room to use it as a lead to walk me down the block. Mm-hmm. No, nope, And that's done. what I don't <laughs> use right now. <laughs> left I the call. <gasps> I was being nice. I was keeping him informed on all the stories. <laughs> the minute I picked up that Where? phone, I said, Lord have mercy. I feel My, like, like, end quote. I feel like you told me this story the other day, but maybe this is another I tweeted, time. I tweeted about it, but I didn't, like, I just wanted to fit it in one tweet. I wanted oh. to fit it in one tweet. I couldn't use the words about the lead because... The, the, yeah, Twitter only allows so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Child, they allow everything. And then your your fucking tweet. My about... pussy writes my tweets. No, no. <laughs> no, it was no. the one before that. Yeah, the one where I was like, quit being horny on main. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who aren't I'm aware, to get Twitter. you'll have Please. to follow me on Twitter. No, I'm not gonna follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's just raggedy. Girl, you don't need to. Now you raggedy too. <laughs> I can just we get better my push updates. this fucking brand. You better tell them to follow Coco45Davis, although I'm about to change my at to please call me Coco. So you can follow me there. I saw that you same. changed it on Instagram. I was like, okay. Yeah, because I'm cute. trying to make it all match. I'm trying to make it all match. It's all going to be please call me Coco across the forums. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me, bitch. Jules, would you like to do your own personal plug while you're here? Personal plug of what? Your sosh, honey. Your sosh. Oh, my sosh. Yep, you can follow me in Gunkle Name J. Gunkle Name J. Spell that for them. That's Gunkle, as in gay uncle. G-U-N-C-L-E, named, and then J, as in Jules. Love it, love it, love it. And since we're just getting this new thing started, I want to welcome... Miss Kalia Parker and Mr. Reed Baker to the Petty Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. friends. Hello, Hello, everybody. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kalia just over here vibing a little high. Happy. <laughs> She's a little super buzz. gay. Don't mind her. She's just hey. Reed over here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Would you expect anything else from me? No, honestly, and I would be really, really concerned because I'd be like, wow, the bitch try meth? <laughs> the bitch try meth. Stop. Nah, meth is a depressant. Cocaine would be like, hi, I don't know what that sounds Read on like. cocaine would be like, <laughs> read like on. That's just, that's literally, just because, like, that's, literally just That's where it goes. That's just, that's the cap. <laughs> literally, it's just like, it's like. You can't get your heart too excited. We can't get a blow up. <laughs> and then I was like, what the, I don't no. No thanks. No. I don't want to try cocaine. I she have no intention. Well, from a plan. Now, now is the time. Let's get into it. 
Jules, you want to do the honors? Sure. Cue the music. End of music. Okay. All right. So welcome, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Coco and Jules Petty Podcast. We have this week's guests, Miss Kalia and Mr. Reed. Hello. Hello, everyone. And we're also sitting here featuring uh, Coco's current dinner, which is steak and broccoli and a baked potato. <laughs> so if you hear me chewing in the middle of the episode, <laughs> mind your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> so on this week's episode, we're going to talk about um, allyship to the LGBTQ community and what that comes from and what that means from somebody who is not gay or in the community, but they respect it and they support it. So kicking it off to Papa Reed. Uh, I'm the token straight, so I can answer any questions about, you know, what it's like to be a straight guy or to try and get into the head of a straight guy. There are probably questions that I won't be able to answer because even I go, "What what the fuck is going on in straight men's heads? And why do women actually want to be around men? I have one question right off the bat. Go ahead. Go for it. This has been on my mind so much lately. Um, what is what is it like, Reed, having space in your closet? Like, I'm really, like, I do not know. <laughs> and I was Sorry. like, Kalia, don't be petty. She got a good question. Don't tell her, don't say nothing stupid. <laughs> I mean, that is a good question. Just because I haven't had to <laughs> deal with the self-hate or self-exploration of what it means to be who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, there are mm-hmm. a lot of things that they do not dislike about myself, like certain parts of my physical appearance. My sexual and gender identity are not one of them. Love a comfortable bitch. We love it. And Amen. I know. Plus, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the flow. Mm-hmm. And plus, we all have mental issues. And, and you know, we have different things that, that weigh in on what brings us down or what weighs us back. But that's just how life is. Sometimes you can try your best, but you can't fully get over your insecurities. You can just try your best to live with it and then sometimes you have a mental breakdown while you're scrubbing the toilet which is also valid or in my case you know you're switching back down to a lower dosage because you uh were like oh hey let's see how this next dosage is and then you basically (laughs) feel like you're at square one alcohol that sounds like a great coping mechanism nope yeah, as nope, it was definitely the second time in my life. I'm like, yeah, alcohol is expensive. Why, how, I need to wait. But now that I'm back to the proper dosage, things are better again. I'm so glad that you're adjusting well to the medication. And we it's love fabulous. that. And I like how you're so open and honest about your experience with that. Because as for someone who's also taking something for their mental health, because I suffer from severe anxiety. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to 
you know, overcome that and to feel like yourself. Yeah, and I've always not been the most open. I really need to be more open because, I mean, I'm sure, as all of y'all know, if you just keep it in, that shit weighs you down and that dam is going to break and your mood mm -hmm. will just hit rock bottom real fucking quick. Yeah. And that's how you end up mopping up your tears off the bathroom floor. Oh, Lord. Whew. Sorry, I'm sticking with this very real example for me. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Petty Podcast. It doesn't get realer than this. Trademark me. Yeah, bottling shit up. That is... Oof. We can leave that in the past. Not good. Yes. As, uh, yep. as jo John Mulaney put it, Irish people, you bottle it all up, and then you die. Definitely not. That's how you become tenser than a flank steak. That part. No me gusta. Time to no marinate in some mental health, bitch. Alright, All right, so next Real question is Sicilia. Okay. How does it feel to be a part of the community as an ally, but not only as an ally, but someone who's on the LGBTQIA form? Um, I've definitely learned a lot about myself and society as a whole. It's kind of been a whole eye-opening experience for me. In a good way and a bad way, because, you know, you can see how beautiful people can be, but you can also see how really ugly they can get. Which is kind of sad sometimes. And oh, for everyone sure. stays stupid. Because, mm. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced it, Kalia, but of the people that are like, well, bi just means you're curious, or you just... I'm, I'm sure you've heard it all of, of, you're just a lesbian who wants to pretend to be with a guy, or... That one. Or yep. you're straight, but just want to see what it's like to be with with a woman. Yeah. Or the oh, you're bisexual. Doesn't mean that you're into threesomes. Like that oversexualization. That. Right, right. Oh my gosh, that's <clears throat> y'all heard about it. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, fuck yeah. <sighs> oh yeah. Dive as like, someone who's growing known. up, like I always got hit with the oh you're bi or you're this and that, and now as I'm getting older, obviously I knew who I am, but. It's like, let the person breathe. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Like, let them find themselves. Calm let down. Let them find themselves. Also, and we are not a no fetish. Me. Like, calm it down. Correct. Yeah. Say that it again, part. please. We are not a fetish. Hashtag, we are not a fetish. Take it off your damn Pornhub search history, okay? <laughs> you and my business. Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that. Uh... <laughs> 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 Bitch. <laughs> And no matter who you're with, that makes you, that doesn't make you any less valid. Whether you never have a have a same-sex partner, we'll always have one. That doesn't mean you're any less bi. Period. Exactly. And dating outside of your race does not invalidate your race, because that can be a whole other discussion. Oh yeah, that's cool. a good one. That's a really good one. Because mm -hmm. I know in one of y'all's earlier episodes. Uh, problematic preferences yep yep there are a couple things where i was just like uh let me let, let me just kind of do the uh i plead the fifth of like mm -hmm. going you're going like, let me mm -hmm. take that off my dating profile real quick <laughs> well what i was gonna say is is self-reflecting going i have a very like, specific type and maybe i should kind of 
wine it to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. You had the Urkel thought. Did I do that? Oh, that's there was not. Show. Did I do that? That was a. <laughs> that was a. I plead the fifth. I do not want to self-incriminate. Heard, heard. We'll leave it at that. Well, we will I leave give it you props, Ray, because you actually took a second and thought about it. Yeah. And and, it wasn't like mm-hmm. super problematic, but it was things oh, yeah. just like. It was just that. The, oh, it's like maybe there's a better way to put it. Yeah, just like realizing, okay, it's not like I'll only date people who are white. But it was a thing of like most of the time, if I find someone attractive, they're they are the same race as me. Mm-hmm. But definitely have found those who are of other races attractive. But I do mainly find people of the same race attractive, and I go, "Ooh, man, I should be better at uh, broadening my horizon." Yeah, that's fair. Always good to try something new. You're at the ice cream bar; you might as well try more than one flavor. Yeah. Oh, I know that's right. Who doesn't love a little Neapolitan in their life? <laughs> oh, we going there. Okay. I like a little bit of everything. Get your flavor on, girl. Or sometimes. Just... Sometimes I want a quadruple scoop, seventeen different flavors. Just keep uh, on mixing okay. them up. It's okay. Okay. A... No, or, or you can just mix and match. You can just mix and match. You know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just want yeah. all the flavors at once. Cause people are beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. They are. And I'm a slut. <sighs> In my past life, I was. Right now, I'm not. So. No, I'm sticking with it. I'm pretty comfortable here in this little spot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I go back to Charlotte, I'll become one again. But I don't know. You will if we start hanging out again. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, no doubt about it. Ugh, That's when so Reed excited. just goes and grabs a pair of handcuffs. It's like, nope, you're not corrupting him. <laughs> we just got him back. <laughs> Where it, I, I know it's already too late for any sort of intervention. What will happen will happen. (laughs) Supportive either way. So one of the little notes that I have here is Mm -hmm. where is the line drawn for support and allyship? Like when we're talking about ally culture, sometimes when we're talking to people who are starting to learn more about kind of bettering themselves, it comes along with a lot of these different microaggressions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I know Reed and I talked a lot about this when we were... Um, last chatting about the podcast series and it was like a really big deal for both mm-hmm. of us. Yeah, because I remember I brought up other things of just like certain language that to try and get a perspective of is it just harmful or is it really a something that doesn't cause physical harm but you're just like can you not use that term? Right. And it isn't, like, offensive, it's just like, it's just like, okay, but why do you have to describe me as this? Because I know the big example that you and I discussed was when someone calls you their gay best friend. They're like, Mm. hi, hi, this is my gay best friend. It was like, why can't they just be your best friend who happens to be gay? Why do they have to be your best friend? And let me jump in and say this, too. It's like saying, too, like, Oh, this is my token black gay best friend. Best friend, like you know what I mean. Like this mm-hmm. can just be my best friend who's black and gay. Like, like you have to do we, like you have to do all of that. Why do we have to start checking every minority box on the check literally? Box? Oh. Yeah, it's it's like, so like, annoying. It's like if I were to introduce Coco, I wouldn't go, "Hi, this is my gay gender fluid best friend." I would just go, "This is my best friend, Coco." I don't walk around. This is saying, my headache. 
I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Julian does not. She threw shade. She threw shade right at you. Ooh. Okay, oh, I, I see you. how it is. All right. <clears throat> and y'all are in one room. Other. <clears throat> Here's. No, 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 no. It's too late. It's too late. Um. Here's I'm my. Sensitive. Here's my best friend with daddy issues and a <gasps> fetish for white boys. <laughs> come for me come correct <laughs> well i uh, well i don't really think it's uh-huh. like uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. anyways. <laughs> anyways welcome to the library bitch. White man. <laughs> she is texting a white man for confirmation ladies and gentlemen and that's okay and everyone that doesn't invalidate in my blackness Nope. Yeah, no, that was never in question for us. Now. Ask my mother that. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna ask your mother that. <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> tell her to tune in. Just. <laughs> Sharika got a few choice words. Sharika be having like a heart attack at this point. Uh, she wild now. It's okay. Sharika doesn't have a link to the podcast. <laughs> you didn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I was like, oh. just don't piss off your siblings. Meanwhile, I'm oh, over yeah. here sending all of my OnlyFans links to the family group chat. So oh fine. no! Stop. 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 I can get them. Kalia, was it was it like the TikTok trend where it's like it's like, don't do it. I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking of doing it. I did, I did it. it. I did it. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> so earlier, when I was preparing for this podcast, I was reaching out to. One of my friends who's an educator um and i asked her are there like any like safe zones for kids at schools that are in the closet or who are afraid to like ask questions and she told me in response and i quote she said no but i love this idea because many of my personal students have said they have not had one or had anybody to talk to and i felt like bruh if i had that then I probably would be more comfortable with myself earlier in life than what I am now. But, you know, mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. Because, I mean, I know that, that there's this stereotype, slash cliche, that it's, like, the gay kids focus towards, towards like, uh, drama classes, slash drama clubs, slash mm-hmm. comfort in an English teacher. Right. And so... I guess. Ironically, she does teach English too. She's a <laughs> she's a she's a literature teacher. <laughs> of course, I so love not, her. One of my questions, which I could fo- I guess I can follow up because it ties in, was basically growing up. If you had uh, where was it? It's like if you had better access slash more researches to research your own sexual and gender identity, do you feel like you would have come out sooner? Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like if I had that right connection in high school, then yes, I would have. Because I feel like we all kind of had a similar demographic of where we grew up, of just Coco growing up in Indiana, me growing up even as a straight person, bumfuck middle of North Carolina. Rural North Carolina. Both of us in bumfuck North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Good old Alamance County. Mm Mm-hmm. I said that with four teeth missing. I, I could hear the emphasis on that. Before Sorry. You still have It's probably offensive. <laughs> Sorry. When are you not, though? No, I'm kidding. And then 
while you do live in a nice area, Jules, Georgia is Georgia. Georgia. Georgia is Georgia, <laughs> and we're very problematic. <laughs> Don't act surprised, though, Kalia. Girl, but your senator is cute. Oh, my gosh. Atlanta, the city, isn't problematic. It's just, you know. Everywhere else. Everywhere else. <laughs> no, but going back to the senator, I think his name is John Ossoff. Ossoff? Yeah, John Ossoff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What, you have a thing for him, Kalia? I mean, he's not bad looking. He's not. I'll give you that. Him and his wife are cute, though. I don't know who the fuck these people are. One of the... Whoops. Uh, it's one of the Georgia senators who... I mean, I figured that out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had just won election last year? Yeah. That, yeah, last year. The runoff year. happened that y'all had to vote in again. Yep. Oh, that whole heard. fucked up situation. Yeah. yeah. Heard. Heard, heard, heard. Yeah. That must have been fucked. How long did it take for them to recount all that? Oh, it wasn't even a recount. It was a recall, so... Oh, it was recall. a recall. Yeah, it wasn't even a recall. Uh, was, well, that's even more fucked. That, yeah, is that the results were close enough that I think it was awesome. doesn't matter that they were able to call or do a recall so people could vote again. That could not have been a fun mission for everyone who had to start counting. Yeah. But like going back year. to the topic... Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about those microaggressions. Y'all ever get anyone who's just like, I don't want to say like annoyingly oversupportive, but you know, like those people, like... No, I mean, they are those overly supportive people, and... But to like the degree where it kind of becomes offensive. Performative. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yes, that shit. Like, it, kind of, those that, that try to make their whole personality being an ally. Until it's done trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they pack up and move on. <laughs> or, Felt that one a little too hard, huh? Yes. <laughs> Everyone, ooh. <laughs> or I guess what I'll also say is the, the oh, you're gay. Or it's like, oh, you're part of the LGBT community. Well, it just get you something with rainbows on it. That, which I have so many mixed feelings about that kind of shit. Like from family. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. it's like, okay, I get like you're trying to be supportive, but... I'm also not going to, like, ask for a gift receipt so that I can purchase the same product from an LGBTQ plus owned company. I'm not going to try and buy it from someone who's sending part of the proceeds. To, no. Like, I'm not going to go through all of that. But I'd be like, sis, yeah. just give me cash. Just yeah. give me a check. Write me a check. I'll get whatever I want. Thank you. Trust me. That's like- this will go towards an ally business. Trust. Thank you. He's like, he's like it's the thought that counts, but that there are other things other places you could have gotten it that would be more clued into you than just based off of your gender or sexual identity. Very true. Like, I could use it for a piece of gender-affirming clothing, not something that's just going to turn me into a walking pride float. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, it's like, yeah, these socks have rainbows on them. Everyone needs socks, but I already have socks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll never turn down extra socks, though. Well, yeah. I'm on my feet all the time. Mm-hmm. They'd be hurting. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> they be what hurt. I'm saying, as opposed to, as, as you st- stated, more gender-fluid clothes slash... Right, like, I want to support that kind of acceptance, for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a different direction it can be taken, so that it's more, not necessarily appropriate. What's the word I'm looking for here? Where it's a little bit more comforting mm-hmm. and... Like, appreciative, heartfelt. Yeah, something that's more than just, like, oh, this is, like, on the surface of what it is for someone to be... Mm-hmm. LGBTQ. Yeah. You're saying it's like a genuine gift that it's you'd be more interested in something that they 
that's a gift that shows that they care slash listen to you. Exactly. Like if like once I came out as transgender fluid to my family, mm-hmm. no one went out and bought me like trans flags. Like they kind they kind of got it right. They started getting me makeup and they started getting me uh, more like flowy clothing stuff that wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. accentuate like. Mm-hmm the more masculine figure I have, it kind of made it look more feminine and that shit. Like that's snaps. Like that's what snaps. we need. Yes. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Or I guess kind of adding on there is that even if they get, didn't get your physical clothes, they could say like, let's go shopping. Right. Like it doesn't have to be some face level gift. It doesn't have to be something that requires a whole performance. It's something that just, it's just a gesture that counts. Like, are you making the effort? I think that's like the effort is always appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's that one little step that can kind of strengthen that relationship and kind of show that you are more of an ally. You're a person that we can feel more comfortable talking with about like all of the different issues and who we are as people is fabulous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, if anyone wants to send me some rainbow socks, please and thank you. <laughs> I'll get a P.O. box just for that. <laughs> Maybe we should get a P.O. box. That's for another discussion. I would love a P.O. box. Just send me stuff to my big, old, rusty box. Let's see. What else we got on the docket, Miss Jules? Ooh, um, That was basically my only thing I had, <laughs> mainly. <laughs> if anybody else wants to give their two cents. Jules Kalia. Or not Jules Kalia. Uh, Reed Kalia. I have a question for Reed. So, in straight a culture, unfortunately, it's kind of like a thing. <laughs> Always how, like, unfortunately. It's, stop. How, um, I guess the only way I can say it is flamboyant to, like, express yourself or have any sense of creativity. Like, where does that notion come from? Like, I really don't understand it. That's a good one. Like, um, why is it considered flamboyant to have, like, a sense of style or even have a remote creative thought? I feel like it's one of those things that it's, like, society slash capitalism is just like, nope, you gotta stick to this strict dress code. You gotta have, it's like, oh, if you gotta, if you wanna look professional, you don't have colors that pop out. You just have bleak colors. It's like, and that it's like... Any sort of like flamboyancy or mm-hmm. style or just something that doesn't go into the norm is like, oh, mm-hmm. is he, you know, limperist? And it's like, is he? <laughs> is he? <laughs> you know, just a little. It's giving. <laughs> it's giving share, as Sean Mendes said. Oh my gosh, he will never get off those allegations. I'm so sorry, Sean <laughs> Mendes. Oh, Lord have mercy. I can't really give a very thorough answer. I can only really give an answer that I think is the reasoning, but it's just like how society is like, oh, to appear professional, and by that means how to appear just bleak and normal is just literally wearing bleak clothes. But like style overall, I think it's just like a lot of stuff that's marketed towards men isn't mm-hmm. the most colorful 
it might have some designs on it, but it doesn't have colors that pop. Okay. Yeah. Like one of my shirts has flamingos on it, but like I know exactly. Flamingos. I was gonna say that too. I was like, I know. About that. It's like there are plenty of shirts that have flamingos on them, but there are not many shirts that are uh, sold for men that are like straight up pink without it being like having some sort of other design or just like a variety of colors that pop. Yeah. And do you think that kind of pivot that we're seeing now is a little bit of more society acceptance of LGBT style norms and feminizing for men's style? Or do you think it's just kind of like it's a little more popular to have that little pop of color in your wardrobe these days? Like, regardless of the LGBT agenda. I'm going to say it's. I'm going to say a little more of the latter, but how I'm going to say is that, as we know, fashion is constantly changing. So I think it's just that. Because of it becoming more normalized with the LGBT community, yeah, is that people are feeling more comfortable to blend in. I just like, oh, because unless you know a person specifically, someone could look very stereotypically gay and could be straight. It doesn't matter. Someone yeah. could just be, yeah. they can present however they want because how they present themselves is not how they find others attractive. Yeah. Fashion is constantly changing, and I think it's just that more and more colors are becoming more normalized for just everyone instead of for those who want to appear, appear more feminine or just to those who want to try and look more flamboyant. That was the answer I was looking for, so thank you. Reed, you got any questions for us as an outside? Oh, I got I've got plenty of questions. Um, oh, it's go off, sis, son. Go off. <laughs> that, um, is that... Hit me, I, Daddy I Reed. know... Is that... I oh, don't no. What the, Sorry. We're we going to stop there. No. Sorry. Check I don't like that. I apologize right away. I didn't even hear... Anyway, but yeah, no, uh, what I was going to say was uh, I already know what the general answer will be, but how do you feel about LGBT representation in media? played by straight actors. Have there, mm. any been, have there been any good examples? So I guess the short of it is it, how do you feel about straight actors playing characters who are LGBT? Well, I have to say it's 50-50. Like you might have like a cast that understands like the assignment pretty much and they yes. do their background mm -hmm. research and they know like the LGBTQ community, whether they have friends or family members a part of it and they try to represent best as they can or you have those who are just literally blindly getting this role and they have no idea what the fuck they're doing mm -hmm. like, like i can give an example like in modern family obviously we've mostly watched you have cam who's played by eric stone street he is um jesse tyler ferguson's husband in the show and I felt like he portrayed, you know, a gay couple pretty well as a straight guy and an ally to the community. There is a lot of talk, though, that uh, he was playing that part way over the top and kind of... I mean, I agree. Joke, I mean, but... I'm sure there's some episodes where he did play over the top, but at the same time, you can't... It's like give and take, you know, like... Like, it's still... Like, it's a comedy show. Yeah. So you're expecting people extra to be over the top and extra and it's supposed to be like kind of insulting but taken mm -hmm. in a lighthearted way it's never really when they do it it's never really meant to be 
offensive. It's never meant to be offensive, right, or insulting. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, I kind of ride the line for it as well, because Mm -hmm. acting is supposed to be this fantasy. Yep. They're literally, like, it's just grown-ups pretending, okay? Mm -hmm. It's... I do 100% believe that there needs to be more LGBTQ plus representation in the movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because whenever I see like some big movie or some sort of TV show and it's a character that's supposed to be somewhere in the community, there's usually some sort of outcry saying, well, why did you cast a straight actor? You could have had someone who actually is that identity, like uh, Flash. They feel A lot of people feel like they're taking away from an actor who's part of the community from portraying that role. Yeah. And I mean, I know that this doesn't really tie into the question, but it's kind of in a similar topic of mm-hmm. actors who are of that identity and playing a character is Stephanie Beatriz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. of how she came out as bisexual, and then her character Rosa also came out as bisexual. So she was Got actually able to fit that into it as a character it's like fit that in as personality for a character because that's who she is sure sure and that's something that was she... actually uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that she... was actually the first oh. <laughs> <laughs> you go you go that was actually the first bisexual character that i remember vividly seeing on tv for me mm. that's good one that's portrayed well on top of it all well and she a bisexual also... pothead. Yes. <laughs> a bisexual pot. Pretty much is the best way of putting it. Yeah. And like, there were interviews that came out after the series finale uh, premiered, like after that aired finally, and she kind of talked about how she always had this dream of just portraying Rosa Diaz as a bisexual woman. Just the entire mm-hmm. time. That's just in the back of her head. She always played it. So when she finally came out, she was like, well, can we just actually make it happen? And they're like, okay, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, might as well. Like, Let's get it. <laughs> right. When so you just... said that, that reminded me of that, the Matrix, Matrix trilogy. Yes. It, it, of how is that at the time, the directors, they had their viewpoint. And then after both of them came out, they're like, you know what? I guess it is a trans allegory because of the fact that you have a choice. You can, is that you can try and take the one pill and you can try and, or this, and you can stay in this bubble and you just pretend everything is normal. Or you take the other one and you break out of the bubble and you can live as your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely gorgeous. I don't know if anyone here ever watched the documentary Disclosure on Netflix. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. What's it called? It. Disclosure. Mm-mm. And it actually talks a lot about the representation of uh, queer folks, specifically the trans community in uh, the media, just like the entire history of film as mm-hmm. it's existed. It's And had true queer people on the show. Yes. Of all shades Ooh, and backgrounds. That. Yes. And they kind of talked about how trans representation first began, like the very first representation of non-binary or um, trans-presenting people in film. And they kind of started talking a little bit about how the trans community has 
always seemingly been played as a joke mm. up until recent times. Like, it's always been a punchline for so many people. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, like, the over-the-top character. Exactly. And like it may not be for comedy, but it's still just a very cliche portrayal of just being very flamboyant, very over-the-top, very feminine. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Or a lesbian character portrayed very butch. They don't show, like, there being femme lesbians, it's just your stereotypical lesbian is a butch, or just a handy woman. Mm-hmm. They go into all of it, and they kind of start breaking it all apart. It's absolutely fabulous, and I think yeah. that everyone here should take a chance to go and watch that. But always keep your tissues at the ready, because of it course. is... One is it one? Of, is it a, a crime? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I'll say that. Just looked it up, and it is on my list. It's just I don't really watch Netflix that often. When I do, I have periods where I'm like, okay, let's watch nothing but it. But I haven't been in one of those moods recently. There's, oh gosh, what was it? There was this one. Um, there's like this trope that exists. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's like the trope of killing the main queer character. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Elaborate. I don't, I don't think so, but but yeah, I guess elaborate. It ties into what the if I were just killing off the minority character of like horror films? Usually, one of the first characters that dies is the black character. Of course. Yeah, yeah like so, that trope exists for the queer community films, as well. So no. mm-hmm. And they kind of go into that in the documentary as well because there's like almost never a trans character that's represented that sticks around until the end of the film or mm-hmm. the end of the series because they're always, like, clocked and killed off. Mm-hmm. Or they die of AIDS or some type of disease contacted right. by another gay person, yeah. Yeah. There's still, like, that underlying theme of this person is still one to be feared, one to one that won't stick around, one that's not worth much more of your attention. And it's mm-hmm. really insulting and that's something that tbh the ally community can kind of do a little bit more to bring to light mm-hmm. yes, by giving I... more opportunities to the queer to the queer and trans folk who are trying out for these parts and give them yeah. the justice they deserve i mean kind of touched on it but didn't really give any specifics but can y'all think of any specific roles where you just it, it just was like this is a horrible representation of of an of the LGBT community, whether it was because of the actor or just how the character actually was. James Corden in the movie Prom. I literally shut the fucking movie off. I you you said it wasn't good. It wasn't portrayed. Nope. Not, okay. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I've heard mixed things about it. Like mostly like, saying he didn't do a good job at all, and it was over the top. In the worst possible way, it was over the top. Yeah, it was like based off the way, or based off what I heard, it was just your stereotypical straight guy pretending to be an over-the-top flamboyant gay man. And they like the specific character traits they give him are just extra, too much to deal with, too much to handle, too self-indulged, and honestly, in that part, I felt seen, but... Uh, the rest of it was honestly sickening and horrendous. 
Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the character itself, but it was how it was portrayed slash how James Gordon played it. Exactly, because that's it's a trope. Yeah, I mean, and like, I know that movie was meant to be campy, but that's yeah, the just, way they carried mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, and it's like obviously there are plenty of flamboyant feminine gay men, but just as I'm not the cookie cutter for a straight man. That character is not the cookie cutter for the gay man, slash anyone who identifies as gay. Yes, and you can still like you can absolutely play that character. You can be the gay trope, but you can give that character more depth than just this <coughs> over-involved mess of a person. Yeah. Like there's more to us than that. I'm a mess for of sure. a person, and I know how to do shit. She has a story. Like for real, for real. I'm a mess of a person, and I know my shit about wine. Okay. Go ahead and ask me about a shit enough to pop, motherfucker. Go Here ahead. she go. <laughs> all right, sound off all the gays. Like, hey, go. I paid for this degree. I might as well use it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kalia? Do you have a um, particular role that comes to mind that was insulting, to say the least? One that you didn't think was played super well? Honestly, the way that I've got two in my head. How um, James Corden, in a way, kind of like queer bait sometimes, like being in the prom Mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. I know that that's a queer baiting is a big thing going on about James Mm -hmm. Corden. Is that I know that a lot of people complain about how he seems to be in everything, and I will. Which I'm not mad about that. that. Like let him get his paycheck. (laughs) Well, what I was gonna say is like. I agree that it's like he does seem like he's in a bunch of things randomly, but to be fair, a lot of things he's in are musicals. And what's his background? Comedy and nighttime entertainment. I mean, didn't he start in theater? Correct me if I'm wrong. He did. He he did, but then he switched over. I thought to yes, more. Yes, but com- he does have yeah. that background. So yeah, he has that background, right? But it does seem like he just. I have seen a lot of people say that it's like. Yes, he does have that background, but it seems like a lot of times he just is in a role just because they're like, oh, it's a musical. Let's just cast him. Role And roles that don't, like, suit him. Like, they don't fit him. Sorry, I'm going gonna, gonna to step out for just a second. You're fine. Sorry. Any questions for moi? How do you feel dealing with the, as cliche as it sounds, the double minority that both of us experience Mm -hmm. because in a way not only are we a part of the communities but we're also allies as well being advocates in our own race for sure the whole black Lives matter movement and then of course the lgbtqia community Mm -hmm. no for sure like at times like it can be weird and i say weird because it's like I'll be like at a new workplace or I'll be out with a group of friends or whatever. And somebody random will come up to me and be like, oh, well, you know, we'll strike up a conversation. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm queer, like I'm gay, whatever. And they're like, oh, I, I, that's cool. Like I support that and da, 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 da. And then of course it's just like, all right, well, you know, I'm queer and black. So they hide. what else do you want? Like, like what else do you want from me? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm cute and funny. Right. 
But, you know, sometimes, like, I, I do be at work, like, and people be like, oh, where's Jules? Like, you know, always dressing nice or doing whatever. He's always, like, the flamboyant one or that. But other times I keep to myself if I don't know you like that. How do you feel, Kalia, like, if you're out and about or in a workplace? There are times where, you know, I do sense Unfortunately, my blackness in the room, maybe it's because like I'm the only mm-hmm. black person in the room, but you know, that feeling does get there sometimes and it's, it kind of forces yourself to have like a sense of realization. About mm-hmm. like, wow, just because of the color of my skin. Yeah, I yeah. completely get that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes the like, conversation harder for it to happen. Like, hey, like, mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to you, but like I'm gay. It's like, we don't always have to talk about a certain topic or whatever that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Reed, let me ask you this. How does it feel when, if or if this happened to you, like someone comes on to you, mm-hmm. but they don't know you're gay, but they are, but they're interested. Like, how, do you, how does that make you feel as an ally? I will say that I have come to this realization before because Part of it was uh, clubs just aren't my thing, mm-hmm. but another part of it was, I'm going to say, internalized homophobia that I had as a straight man, which I know sounds weird, but is that a few years back, Coco and one of our friends, Megan, uh, wanted to go to a, club, a gay club, Scorpio, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I offered to be the DD for them, and... They're like, oh, are you sure you don't want to go in with us? And I was like, no. It's like, yeah, I'm sure I'm fine. Clubs aren't my thing. But then I was like, well, what if I, it's like, what if I do if, if a gay man comes up to me? And it's like, how am I going to react? And now I've gone, it's like, I'm going to take it as a fucking compliment. I'm going to go, boom. I love gay, that. Love it. Thank you for thinking. It's like, but thank you for approaching me. Just all day and a bag of chips. All day and a bag of chips. Okay. Okay. As easy as that of just saying, sorry, I'm not gay. I'm just here with my friends. But thank you for for coming up to me. It's like, so you think I'm cute. Right. Give you a little. Me currently. You know. No, actually did happen. Does your lady friend also think I'm cute? (laughs) <laughs> it actually did happen to me when I was out with my best friend at Midget Wrestling last week. So mm-hmm. after all that happened, <laughs> it was like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Bark was set too. So we're out like chilling, drinking, whatever. We're really good friends with the bartenders. And him and I are just conversating, conversing. And he's saying like, I really admire like how out you are, like how proud you are of who you are, da 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 Like I have a brother. Who, or a cousin or whoever it was that's a part of the community, but one of our relatives got offended and like basically kicked him out because like he uh-huh. wore makeup and did nails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel, I'm so sorry to hear about that and da, 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 but he's like, I support you, I commend you. And we're just going on and on and on. 
He's like, I like you, but I'm not gay. I love that pussy. I was like, bruh, I like oh. you too, but not in that way. You're my homie, oh. but <laughs> he just made it very clear, like, I ain't going home with him. I'm like, that, that wasn't the whole point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it is a very... It's a support for me. Well, like, I, you know. It's like a weird level of support. It's, it's a weird support, level of support. I mean, support. Like, granted, we both were intoxicated, but still. It's just like, I feel like it's a thing that definitely needs to be discussed more of just like, just a stereotypical thing of like, no homo, but there's nothing wrong with complimenting another nothing guy. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong whatsoever. And I guarantee that if you're going to the gym and if you're taking a shot in the gym, them straights be looking at you. They say they don't look, but honey, they look. Let them look. I got a lot to show. Bitch, I know they look. Like, come on now. Got that yeah, cake, it, cake, it, it's cake, like cake, if someone, cake, cake. someone were to come up with me or come up to Coco, me. Coco, not like that way. I would literally just say, sorry, I'm not interested, but thank you for approaching me and thinking and you think that way of me mm-hmm. and just ending it there it's as simple as that instead of going oh i don't know how to react oh, i'm not gay i don't know how to re-. it's like i'll just say sorry not interested, looking. <laughs> but thank you for but thank you for approaching me oh wait is that a problematic way to view it be grateful someone's looking is that what men do no. to women all the time uh. hmm Mm. Well, man, I can't speak from experience, but, you know. Coco, it's not yes. really problematic. But. It's just very, it's not <laughs> the proper, it's, problematic. it's not the but, proper verbiage. Yeah. Per, but uh, I was like, there's obviously a difference between a guy coming up to a woman at the bar and saying, hey, uh, can I get to know you better or can I get you to buy a drink? And if she goes, no, sorry. And he just goes, okay, uh, thank you for answering. Have a great night. That's one thing. But the whole, are you sure? It's like, are you sure you don't want me to buy you a drink? Come on, it's just one drink. That's just, no. If I that, say that, no, that, 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 that's no. harassment. That's when we're getting invaded. That's harassment. That's when I start fighting, because they think I'd be playing when I say I hit men. The silence! <laughs> me too, Khalid. I mean, I was I just, just like, uh, skirt, okay. You're talking to a man right now, aren't you, Khalid? I was gonna say, uh, aren't you talking to a man, Clea? That white boy, so don't even. Stop, that does not invalidate my sexuality. Or it my doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, no, don't just... turn this into an attack. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, just letting let you know. It being its own thing. Bitch. I'm just letting you know. Clea, at least once, if not multiple times a day, I have asked myself the question why, when it has come to other men? I just just like, why? <laughs> just I just why? Like, you know? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't have to get super complicated. Just why? <laughs> I don't know. I really I don't. don't. It's, just, it's just like, who told you it was okay <laughs> to ask <laughs> multiple times? <laughs> She's choking. <laughs> Hold on. No. <laughs> who gave who you told permission? You? <laughs> oh my god, I'm gagging. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I just rather not talk about it. <laughs> it's a rather touchy subject. I mean, I have a type, but I do also find other races attractive. But it's just like, I don't know, that's what I've always found attractive. Just nothing makes you wetter than a white man. Well, 
Okay, first of all, you're not how I feel about that whole subject and what I think is attractive. Let me me elaborate. Nothing makes you push a throb harder than Bucky Buchanan Barnes. See that right there? Anyways. Drip drop. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. You're welcome. I guess I'll follow up with a question. Is that... It, Follow what, up, okay. What's a small act that someone has done for you or around you that to them it was probably insignificant, mm-hmm. but it was huge to you? Like, it may have just been a small thing like just them being there listening to you or being a shoulder to cry on. Oh, I have a good one. And they one. thought they was just like, I'm just being a nice person, but to you, it was a huge thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Jules. Oh, I, I got to go first. Damn. <laughs> I, got one that's, I got one that's real simple then. I can get it out of the way. No, it's cool. All right. So, it happened. <laughs> Once the spotlight anyway. It's like, no, 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 I got it. <laughs> so, it happened a few years ago all at school. Good old j And I was just having, like, issues with, like, a roommate at the time. And this is, like, when I was starting to, like, um, come out slowly, but like, you know, still experiment, whatever. And they, no, this is like my sophomore year. Yeah. Sophomore year. Cause this one I was living at CBT and I I just have like a very like tough time, like coming to terms, whatever. And this person who worked, I believe they worked in events. I can't remember. They don't work at the school anymore, but like he was an ally and I believe he was gay. But anyway, no, they're an ally. They're an ally. They gave really good advice. Just, you know, be yourself. Like, you know, I do commend you and I do, you know, honor and respect that you're coming out to me and like telling me like your issues and concerns. I can -hmm. tell you from like my life experience, I've had similar situations and this is how I handle them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just really awesome to hear that coming from an adult's perspective. And, you know, I took a tart. Yeah, because I'll say from an perspective as of an ally while it was never the largest and without getting into the details i feel like jay woo was a very safe space for anyone in the community mm-hmm. a lot of the staff honestly were, were it really was though it really was because some staff referred me to talk to other people like i remember a chef he referred me to speak to someone that's who i spoke to i was like okay i do appreciate it I mean, it's like there were staff, who, like faculty members who were gay, trans, just like being open and willing to just sit down with you, even mm-hmm. if it's for a few mm-hmm. minutes, just being willing to meet with you and just talk. God, Jay Wu was so fucking gay. It was beautiful. It was stop. amazing. <laughs> no, there were so many staff members who were queer. It was fabulous. I loved it, truly. Yes. Like, it was great to actually relate to them. You know, like, I feel like overall the campus was very friendly, but, well, as we know, the club was... You worked hard on it, and then it burned down real quick. I was only in the club for, like, a few months, and then, like, I stopped showing up to meetings. Oh, I know. I kept a record <laughs> of attendance. I bet you did know. <laughs> but, no, after I finished... I mean, it wasn't even, like... I don't exactly know what happened after I left, but... People just stopped showing up. Well, I mean, it's like, obviously not going in, into the details, but like, after you would step down. No, no, they... let's, it's the petty podcast, let's be petty. 
Don't have to use well, names, I'll, but say what happened. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to get there, but it's like, yeah. F you step down. All oh, the drama. All the drama. Turns it up, I can hear the buttons. <laughs> uh, just, you know, accusa accusations being thrown around. Ooh. And supposedly someone being sexually assaulted, but they weren't the one who reported it. And Wait, like what we, happened? I didn't hear the full what? story. We can talk about this off, the off camera. Yeah, but, I was about to say, but uh, we got to go back to this. People, a little deeper than I thought. Like <laughs> I know this is a little deeper than I thought too. People gossiping like we were in fucking middle school. You know, children just spreading shit like it's a wildfire. All children. I just like, it's like this person is blah blah, blah and it's like we're in college. You're eighteen. Act like a fucking adult. Period. You, it's like, I don't care how far, slash how close your family is. I don't care that it's a two and a half hour drive, whatever. You're 18. I get it. It's like, at that point, you still have some sort of level of immaturity, but you should have some level of maturity. Besides, it's like, and even if it's very basic, it shouldn't be spread. It's like, you shouldn't be spreading stuff and gossiping about others, whether it's true or not, just to others and giving Pride Club a bad name because they were elected president mm -hmm. before all the shit hit the fan. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then Pride very quickly died down. And then I think after we, after we graduated, the three of us, uh, Colton and Kalia, that it didn't start back up. Slash, I think, got absorbed by, I think I saw a cab or someone else. Child, I was a part of cab for a while. Cab was going downhill, too. I mean, I'm not surprised, but... People just stopped caring. Well, they just stopped caring, and it, it's about leadership. Like, if you're going to be a poor leader, then don't involve yourself or don't run for president. If you're going to act like an asshole. Like, I'll say is that... The stuff that, that was that was gossiped about, like I said, whether it was true or not into into its entirety, there was some basis to it, but what did and didn't happen is unclear. It happened like in the fall, so it'd been like a good like five months since it had happened. Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason it's like friendships were broken and everyone was on bad terms and then just shit started to to spread. Mm. If I remember correctly, it's because everyone was just horny teenagers. That's yeah, how it started. Heavy on the horny. Because we had some sluts up in there. Horny. And I wasn't even a slut yet, so it wasn't my fault for once. I wasn't. Mm, nope. I can't. No, I was, but I wasn't a part of that. Uh, huh. I was still discreet, so you know. Mm -hmm. On the DL. Not really on the DL, just discreet. Like, at that point, I stopped hooking up with people at school. Like, no. You know, after the first couple of times, it's kind of like... It's, it's just like, mm, no. And I got really screwed over by people, so I just stopped. You know, and like, no, no fault to when you were present, but I feel like, personally, I feel like there was a lot that Pride could have done that they didn't do to help, to, to help spread its name and get better known to bring in more allies, yeah. slash work with, with some of the other clubs, mm -hmm. especially some of the bigger ones, like either, like Lambda Kai, being very open and friendly, no matter 
who, no matter what anyone's sexuality is or what. Who is being so rude? Or like. Who's doing dishes? Cab or. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or like. I'm trying to defrost Just something. Just ghetto. I'm trying to defrost my dinner. I'm Mute make your microphone chicken. while we're having a serious I'm conversation. So sorry. This is a <laughs> podcast, not a FaceTime call. Oh. <laughs> Let me mute. I'm muting. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, Reese, continue. Wow, it's so much quieter now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. The disrespect. Like I said, no fault to you, but it's just that it's like overall, I feel like there definitely was a lot of things that Pride could have done, either as a, as an event or working with other clubs to help grow membership slash become better known than just that little club that meets once a month in, in a corner of campus. I'll admit that I definitely could have done more for that. Um, I was trying to take more time to focus on schoolwork and grow my career, but I definitely... Like, as a leader for one of the most important clubs for campus, I could have done so much more to kind of outreach and make it a more, like, widespread environment and, like, a much more accepting environment. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like... I could have done more to build allyship between our club and others. and. I mean, you could have, but at the same time, like... like there's only so much I could do. It's also, there's only so much you can do, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, I was there for it to be that strong and structured resource, and it wasn't super complex, but it was there as a resource for people who needed it. Exactly. And it did serve that purpose while I was president. I, like, I didn't do the best job. For sure, but did you, not do the best but job, did, but I did a job. You did a job. Honey, you <laughs> served. That's all that matters. I showed up to the meetings I had, too. I was just there, so I didn't get fined. (laughs) Logistically, for actually planning meetings, you're perfectly organized, really well prepared. But there were some fronts that, as president, were a bit failing, but like I said, no fault to you. It also didn't help, and I will absolutely be petty here. The previous president literally just, like, up and ditched. Literally. Like, straight up ghosted, would not return my messages when I was asking about, okay, how do I actually run a club? I literally didn't get a fucking response until I said, hey, I've got alcohol, you want some? And he's like, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> I mean, is that when shit started to hit the fan and there were, you know, elections to, to, to elect, you know, new leadership, is the person who was elected president just up and just left left yeah and was just like, i know this person went went no went nc with pretty much everyone and then the person who i didn't want to be president because yeah no i'm glad to be petty here be petty he, say their name i won't say his name but like i didn't want him to be president because he dead named one of our members really yes yeah, because he oh he dead named one member. Oh no. Yeah, like on purpose. <clears throat> oh was, no. There was a lot building up to that, and I know it was like a whole difficult scenario, but like that shit was uncalled for and unnecessary. Yeah, is that you cut out for a second? So I don't know what all was said, but what I know the gist is that is that a bunch of them were at the club, and the one member was 
Dead they names. weren't in a good place right, yeah, mentally, um, yeah. and so they were going to try and walk back to campus slash walk out into traffic. And so this one person, in an attempt to get their attention, dead named them. That's not right. Nope. Like, it's I don't like, care how pissed off you are, you don't do that to somebody. There's only one situation where it's okay to dead name someone, and that's if they're around people that they aren't out to, and they give you permission. And this was not alright. Nope. This person was out, and they, and they knew that they were out. And they're out to everyone, well, maybe not everyone, everyone, but there was a crowd the people that, who, that they were out. No, right, who knows? the funny part about him becoming president he ended up leaving so he didn't become president anyway damn like he just left on that note like bye no like because someone else got elected and then they gave up the position to him and then he ghosted and dropped out of school Mm. and then that person who didn't want to be president got but got elected in the first place became president again you know, President by default. drove it into the ground. Thought that it was. We can discuss this later to clear details, but yeah. I just, I, just, I don't want to. Like, not happened. giving names makes it difficult. Yeah, it's like. Shit and I, that's a lot of extra editing. <laughs> yeah, it's like. To put it simply, shit happened. People just up and left. And then drama happened, and. Well, the club burned down very quickly in a garbage fire. Because a bunch of people could not act like fucking adults (laughs) and talk things out slash not gossip and damage the club's reputation. It's all fine and dandy to be a stupid bitch. Or a raggedy bitch, as Coco would say. A quite raggedy bitch, yes, indeed. You want to start wrapping up? Uh, Unless anybody has any further questions, I think... We're getting close to closing I have, time. I'll say I'll have one more question that I'll ask. Yeah, go for it. A bunch that I could ask, but I will just say that to just kind of finish on one question is that this one is to maybe call me out, but is that has there been at any point where I've said or done something that has made one of y'all uncomfortable, or where you felt it was inappropriate to say? And that you didn't bring it up at the time. Mm-hmm. That's a good it's question. Like, I know I try my best, but mm-hmm. I know sometimes <coughs> what I say and what I do is with good intentions, but doesn't, but might not come come up that come around. May not, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, is that it may not come around as that way. Honestly, I can't think of an instance where you might have said something inappropriate or you didn't mean to because i know like you try to be understanding and you try to learn the terminology and the dynamic and being what an ally is Mm -hmm. so i can't think of anything personally y'all three lived together for a whole ass year so like there were times where you and i pissed each other off on a constant basis but like Uh, that putting it lightly But it was nothing, like, of that degree. It was always, like... the it's out of love. It was the like, it little petty shit. <laughs> it wasn't, like, yeah, wow. It was nothing like me disrespecting your gender or sexual identity. 
Because no, no, if no. I had, oh, I know hands would have been thrown, and both of us would have come out with, pop, with some pop. damage. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Because mm -hmm. at that, that point is. in our lives, we were both ready to square up with somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't each other. Yeah. But no, to answer your question, no, I can't think of one instance. Nothing in particular that really comes to my mind. But mm -hmm. Yeah, you never fucked up like that. That's good. How about you, no, Kalia? That's good. Has there been any point where you feel like I've said or done anything that you didn't speak up about at any point, but it still bothered you? I was thinking about it, and honestly, I don't think so. Like, I feel like you've actually done your homework mm -hmm. and you care enough to respect everybody and not make it a whole act like certain people do. Did like, you just homework. understand we're regular people. He did the yeah. homework because exactly. he understood the assignment. He literally yeah. understood the assignment. Literally. I, say, I, say. Love that. I cannot guarantee that I have never said or done something that probably wasn't the appropriate thing to say. Like, you probably fucked up, have, yeah. We've all fucked like, up. <laughs> it's like, I've done my best, and when I'm trying to have a conversation about, like, LGBT issues, I'm like, I know I'm not the expert, but I want to give my two cents to try and help further the, the conversation and so I can be educated on how I as an ally can do more to help. And that's something that's great because I feel like you do a lot to educate yourself and sometimes what gets on my nerves is people try to like constantly use me as a resource on queer issues. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, mm -hmm. And like I get it, you want to talk to someone you know about certain issues, but at some point right. like Google's out there, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like, right. is that one of my questions? You'll always have to text me, like, what are your thoughts on people changing their pronouns from he, him to z, zer, zim? And I'm like, go to Google. Like, <laughs> go to Google. Learn, yeah, like, learn the like, language. What does it people. mean to be gray gender? Like, I, there's slideshows out there. Like, there yeah, are books. <laughs> there's slideshows out there. Yeah, like, someone's right. made a PowerPoint. I've <laughs> made a PowerPoint. It's out there. Like, <laughs> Is that one of my questions that I didn't get around, that we didn't get around to, was basically, how, how did y'all feel about allies that didn't really further educate themselves? But it sounds like it's mostly a gist. Google's out there, and talking with those that's who are it. Part of the community, Google. It's a great starting place. Or if even get involved after in the community. going to Google, is that you want to speak with someone? Or they have hotlines. Like call a hotline. Yeah. What I was saying it's like it's like if you know someone specifically who's this, even after going to google and trying to research and you want to know more that's fine but but don't just go to this one person for every single question yes and what i'll say is it's like i'll say kind of flipping on that is it's like with all new i or it's like with all entities or no matter gender or sexual it's like i may not understand it but that doesn't make it any less valid i, I like an allegory that's basically gender and sexual identities are like a foreign language. Just because you don't understand them doesn't make it any less valid. Just because I don't speak German doesn't mean it's not a valid language. It's spoken by quite a few people. Yeah. And it's like, just because I'm not gay, bi, pan, trans, poly, doesn't make their identity any less valid. Period. They are who they are, they like who they like, and they present themselves however they want. 
I present myself however I want. I know I don't have the best fashion sense, but that's not really the topic. It's just I wear what's comfortable, what I'm comfortable mm -hmm. with. Yeah. What I and like. That's Absolutely. I like, feel like you would look good in a dress. If you do tried. you, boo? Do it's like, you? It's like not it may be itchy, but it's like if I was comfortable wearing a burlap sack, nothing's wrong with that. That's just what I'd be comfortable in. Just be prepared for me to call you Dobby if you do it. Which is fine. Because that's what friends do. Oh, stop. <laughs> is that they give each other shit. Kind of bully, but not harmfully. They're they're just kind of... Just a quick playfully. little read. Just a quick little read for my read. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> they only do it playfully. Just a little shade every now and then. Mm -hmm. All right, Honey Boos, I think we're getting close to wrapping this episode up. Before, All right. Like, before we wrap up, I promised Jules that I would tell you about the most boring date of my life. Oh, oh God. my God. Yes, I need the tea. Okay. So, last Monday. When was this, by the way? Was it last Monday? I think it was. Like a week God. ago today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, oh, God. It had to have been longer ago than this. that. It might have been two weeks ago now. No. Yeah. She understood the assignment. She muted anyway. the microphone. So. Who did? Oh, I thought somebody muted. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who has the frying pan? <laughs> Who's sorry, been doing dishes this whole time? <laughs> I'm cooking. I'm sorry. Don't <laughs> oh. I, I can come up with my own cooking segment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. I know we've only got read for like seven more minutes. Well, I mean, I only okay. have nine as a loose deadline. As like, I can't go much later. Also, okay. Being it being so wrapping it up, bitches. Come on. <laughs> I'm not gonna I mean, take so she like can make her dinner. So she can <laughs> make her dinner in peace. Y'all got me, so I'm here for quite some time. Aww. Oh, we appreciate yeah, you. I, I, like, yes. yeah, I was just like, we can't be starting at, say, like, 8.30, but 7. Well, that's the time Coco and I sometimes be starting. Yeah, so. no, for sure. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me get, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Okay. So, I started talking to this guy on Tinder, and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, he's really cute, and we're kind of vibing. Like, let me schedule a date. Mm -hmm. Like, let's plan this out make it real cute so i plan the whole thing okay mm -hmm. we're gonna go get okay. manny petties okay. Ooh. Ooh. and then we're gonna go get dinner fancy right uh -huh. we're gonna go get dinner and then we're gonna go see a movie just a really mm -hmm. well-rounded night nothing too mm -hmm. crazy but it gives us a lot of opportunity to talk and then just chill and then see to talk after that right mm -hmm. yeah so we go and get our manny petties and like mm -hmm. There was some common ground, but, like, we couldn't really... Like, there was nothing that we talked about that we really clicked with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like there wasn't any really topic that, that you just were talking on and on. You were like, we've been talking about this for how long? Right. Like, it was just... I don't know. I tried to get more than a few word answers out of him, and then he didn't follow up with. You're just getting one words from him. Like, it it just wasn't even like just one very... words. It just wasn't really like super in depth, you know. It just it seemed was... like it was. Got it. Most part, Got just it. like a one side conversation slash just based off his responses, it seemed more like you were just kind of interviewing him of getting no questions back. Right. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't the vibe. But, like, I was like, okay, maybe it'll get better over dinner, so 
-hmm. like I go and I like I go back to my place I grab a bottle of wine and we mm -hmm. head over to dinner he let me pick the restaurant so I let him pick the movie which is why the mm -hmm. restaurant was great but the movie was James Bond okay so, eh. mm. and uh, okay okay it's like just it wasn't very interesting to me I can agree to just, that it was just okay. kind of like a basic spy movie and it wasn't like I was hoping it would be a little more action packed and there'd be a little bit more depth to the plot line, but there wasn't really. Given the plot line, there wasn't much. Yeah, it's anything. Like, I've seen one James Bond film, but it was like it was an older one. It wasn't Sean Connery, but it was <laughs> one of the older ones. The only one I've liked was Sean okay. Connery, which was from Russia with Love. But that's neither here nor there. Which oh, of is, course. Which yeah. Like, you can't beat a OG. Mm -hmm. I mean, when people think of James Bond, they think Sean Connery. Exactly. But anyway, back to the mm -hmm. date. So we're at dinner, and I start learning, okay, he's like, he sells glasses for a living. So, like, he's in retail, but he does, like, glasses and sunglasses. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe, like, maybe if I start asking about the stuff that he's passionate about and stuff mm -hmm. that he does for work. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not the most interesting thing to me, it'll be a change of pace for the conversation sure. because he's going to be passionate about it. Sure. So we start talking about glasses and we start like kind of going into like the right glasses fit and shape and like mm -hmm. um, different brands that are like superior to others. And I'm like, you know me, I'm not really one to fuck with a whole brand like that. Mm -hmm. You're just more about mm -hmm. comfort. Exactly. But I was like, Which okay, maybe he can give me a tip about something. Because I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. no one's really ever talked to me about specific nose pieces. Because he's started like getting really into that. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay. So the nose piece that I have here on these glasses that I'm wearing is like, honestly, those aren't a good fit for you because you have a big ass nose. And I was like, um, excuse, <laughs> wait, what? Excuse what? Like, um, thank you, thank, thank, thank you. I guess. Uh... And he didn't even try to backtrack it. He was just like. Yeah, no, that's a huge fucking nose that you've got there. And I was like, um, <laughs> so like, do sorry, I drop I you off at your car now? Or... Stop. And then, like, after that, I was like, let's change the fucking subject. Because, mm -hmm. like, he's, like, I ended up paying for the movie, so he said he would pay for dinner. So I was like, eh, I'm going to get my money's worth. Um, so let's get through this meal. <laughs> Bitch. I so, taught you well, girl. I taught you well. Mm -hmm. But, like, the conversation took a really weird turn, and we started talking about, like, monopolies. And oh, he had, like, okay. a weird Aww. fascination Like, as with in monopolies. businesses? Yeah, like, or... as businesses. And okay. he was, okay. like, really into the idea of all of these companies being able to buy up all the other competition and make it their own. And I was like, um... um that's a red flag. No, that's no, a red... No. <laughs> um, that's a red, real red flag. Red flags. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, mm, this isn't, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> he also, like, it, like, the conversation started turning to, like, my industry, and I was like, okay, let me talk about shit I'm passionate about, because at least then he won't be talking. So I start talking right. about my wines, and, like, I like weird shit, like, earthy, funky, gravelly. I want to be able to taste the dirt. Wait a minute. This is a family podcast. I'm talking about wine, bitch. What? No, this isn't family. Also, this is like we literally talk about my booty hole so much. 
on a constant and basis. Uh, like you're shape, about texture, video, color. You're about me getting my back blown out. You talk about length, shape, size, know, color, so discoloration of penises. Like Aww. into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the straight fear. <laughs> Stop! No! 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 no Sorry. Is that health of your sexual organs is important. Period. If something is off. You should go see a doctor. Exactly. And if you're not sure. Your doctor can confirm or deny. Be like, oh, yes, there is something wrong. Or you can be like, nope, there's nothing. Exactly. Always go to your doctor if you got questions. Yes. But like, he started like shit talking my taste in wine. This is where this started going. Oh. Hmm. Which I am not the one. I'm not the one, two, three, or four. But he starts trash talking my taste in wine. And I'm over here like, really? Because you requested that I buy a very specific wine to sneak into the movie theater, and it was like a sub-$10 bottle of wine, which was a sweet red. A sparkly sweet red. A sweet rum. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to trash talk somebody for like their taste in sweet wine, but like... Get something better than this. Like, you're drinking garbage. You want to tell me? You know, it's like, is that there's plenty of fine, sparkling sweet reds, and there's plenty of perfectly fine reds, or just wine in general that's under $10. But a lot of times, you are getting what you pay for. Right. The same way on yeah, the that's true. Spectrum. That's true. And the one that, that he got, ugh, honey. And it's like, sometimes an expensive wine is worth it. And sometimes an expensive. No, and you, Coco, you just probably downed it and was like, all right. Well, I didn't even. Get, so, like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. we get to the movie theater parking lot, and I have a corkscrew already at the ready because I wasn't about to have an open bottle in my car. Mm-hmm. And I. Of course not. And I wasn't going to bring the corkscrew into the theater because. I'm not oh, was it a like, screw top? It wasn't a screw top, but it was like. It had a cork. Mm-hmm. So, because like I was like, okay, you like this wine, but I don't want to buy that one. So like, here's this one, which is slightly better, but it's mm-hmm. not really because it's the same shit. Yeah. In reality, it was one that I could get my discount on, and I got Fair. that bottle. And the one that he wanted was like true sparkling, like with the cage and everything. I wasn't gonna try and open that. Nope. In the theater. No, that's not So what this we're one doing. was still. So I take the cork out in my car and I shove the cork back in because I wasn't going to pull a corkscrew out in the middle of the theater and get caught and thrown out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I put the cork back in. Now, common sense, when I hand it to him and he goes to put it in his bag, my common sense says you put the wine bottle standing up in your bag. That's just my common sense. I mm-hmm. thought that that would have translated for him. He lays the bitch down in his Louis Vuitton canvas bag. Of course he does. In my Valentino! Spill lipstick in my Valentino! Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She was hurt. Uh Hurt. I'm weak. But, like, we get into the theater and the entire bottle has spilled inside his bag. (gasps) I'm going to straw. Please, I will get the straw. (laughs) I told him, I was like, we've got straws. (laughs) I'm not above it. But, like, Mm -hmm. the thing is, 
I could tell that in his face, he wanted me to be like, I'm so sorry, let me buy you a new bag. But in reality, I was just like laughing my ass off because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> now I know he's never going to call me again. This night ended so well. <laughs> uh, like, if you're going to be a dumbass motherfucker, then well. Like, you got what you deserve. You got you're what you deserve. Suffer fool. the consequences. If you, re- you reap what you sow. If you're going to be a dumbass motherfucker, then well, better face the repercussions of it. Damn fucking Skippy. Amen, what Mama Reed said. Let Mama Reed do her Mama's read. Amen. We get out and he's like, I drive him back to his car from the parking lot. And it's Mm -hmm. like, he goes, we should do this again sometime. And I was like, no, thank you. I was like, as soon as Uh I get home, I'm going to block you on every platform I have. (laughs) And I did. It's like, they don't call me petty for nothing. We out here. (laughs) Oh my God. It was just... It could have been so cute, but he had to have no good personality traits. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me asking, where did y'all go to dinner? 131 Main. Up in Lake Norman. Okay. okay. Cornelius. They have Not a gorgeous menu. It, but, I mean, you, but yeah, as you said, it's because, well, you know your shit, as we all do. Mm-hmm. It's a good place. They also have a zero dollar corking fee. Oh, that's oh. lovely. That's we love to see that. it. We right. love that. Which is, place will charge like fifteen dollars for that. Be Great. ridiculous. Be mm-hmm. fuck out of here with that mess. Like, girl, just open the bottle. Stop being petty. And it's like I'm really glad they do have a zero dollar corking fee there because like I was like I looked at their wine list and I was like I'm not about to pay. $152 for a bottle of wine that I sell at my job for $33. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have this experience all the time these days. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Fuck a wine list. So basically, you blocked him. Haven't heard from yes. him since. Exactly. But I know for a fact that he listened to this podcast before we met up, so Ooh. he probably oh. doesn't listen anymore. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's alright we lost the follower that's okay that's okay I'm glad it was that follower we don't need no negativity up on her I mean if he feels so inclined to leave our com- leave a comment for us then I will happily respond mm-hmm. I will gladly respond please and thank you closing remarks everybody closing remarks closing remarks uh, okay not that is so remark. disrespectful to who <laughs> <laughs> Are you personally offended? Yes. For why? It's gas. Everybody gassy. I know Kalia gassy too. Thank you. Kalia's always you. gassy. You text me every time you go to poop. <laughs> Put her on blast. Literally. Well, she'd be putting that toilet on blast. I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> No, you didn't. I'm weak. Well, at least you haven't had to share it with her for the last year. That's true. That's true. Oh, 10 out of 10. (laughs) We love it. We love it. Honestly, at least, Kalia, at least you know how to use air freshener when you share bathrooms. So thank you. I know how to use air freshener. (laughs) I didn't share a bathroom with you. I shared a bathroom with Kalia. Oh, you did. Reed, she you knows damn use... well we had Febreze up in there. Hard to. We did. Mm-hmm. 
I have my little plug in too. I plug it in the wall. Reed and I stayed year. with the candles too. It's like freshman year, three of the four roommates. There's like three of the four of us in that room knew how to use an air freshener. I say this. C name did not know how to use Lysol until I coached him like how to use it. Ugh. What a see you next Tuesday. That was that was an experience. Mm. One time he actually clogged the toilet. Did he leave it for you? No, I had to freaking call maintenance. Ugh. Damn. Yeah, it was that bad. Oof. Sharing with three other people and you clog the damn toilet in the dorm. That's crazy. Wow. What a cunt. We gotta close this out, honey booze. Miss mm -hmm. Jules, closing remarks from you. Well, this was fun discussing everything. Our allyship yes. and talking with our friends and peers. It was so much fun getting to talk to everyone again. It's we have to do this like again, we guys. Roommates. We have For to real. get well, together sure and just easily come up with another episode. Any closing remarks from Papa Reed or Mama C or Mama K? That fake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I guess if one thing that I'd say is that if there are any allies out there, uh, constantly educate yourself. Is that being part of the conversation is important. But you are not the center of it. Nope. And if you do fuck up and say something that maybe wasn't appropriate or probably shouldn't have been said, own up to it. Mm -hmm. Is that try your best. And if your best is not the right thing, then own up to it and better yourself so you don't make the same mistake. And, and I guess it can also period. apply to to anyone in the community is that if someone comes to you because they're questioning, don't be shitty. Answer their questions. Mm -hmm. It can help clear things up. Help guide them. If they ask you questions, fine. But if someone comes to you to try and be an ally, thinking you're an open book, yeah, you're a great starting place, but uh, you can find a lot of stuff on the internet. Exactly. Just Google it. Mm -hmm. Save the gays some time, guys. We're, we, we're exhausted trying to educate. Having a conversation is important, but, but going to someone for all the information, well, they're not your professor. Period. And I was actually going to uh, piggyback off of that. Like, is that a hateful thought to think? Like, it's not my job to teach people? Not at all. Not no. at all. It's it's, like, it's it's not your job. Yeah. It's perfectly fine the person who's them. not willing to learn, the, the way I look at it is the person who's not willing to learn is just being ignorant. Like if they're not willing to do their own research on it, as opposed to Or they're to being just... lazy. You know, is that it's perfectly fine if they come to you to get like a foundation or if they want like a more specific like if they want it's like your more in depth of just personal like experience. Learn. Yeah, it's like they want to learn mm -hmm. more, as you said, a personal experience, or they just want to learn more overall in a specific topic. But if you just come to one person for every single question, no, that's not their fucking job. Yeah. Okay, sizzle, sizzle. Over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm cooking my dinner. I'm so sorry. I'm like looking forward to this. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you making? Sounds I'm making like some 
No, I'm making some burnt ends, like some barbecue with some homemade Ooh. sauce. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Sizzle, sizzle, pop, pop. All right, my one closing remark that I got here is um, your allyship should not be, should not just hinge upon the one relationship that you have with, like, the one minority friend that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you like don't use that as an excuse like i have a gay friend so i can say this or i can believe this because i have a one like this one trans friend like that shit is Mm -hmm. fucked oh no like that doesn't exist that's not an ally that's just no a fake ass excuse for you to continue with problematic behavior exactly for sure earlier kind of making the thing out of it is don't have the token friend be the token frame when it comes to being an ally. Even if it isn't your main friend group, don't don't just have one person who's part of the community. Have a whole friend group, or at least be on gr- good relations with those who are part of the community. Precisely. Just be like, oh, I'm an ally because I have specifically only one friend who's in the community. No. Dave Chappelle. No. Ugh. <laughs> matter. It's like if you truly are an ally, then you're gonna have multiple friends and acquaintances and you're actually going to be out there to show hey yes i'm an ally if you just want to talk to me slash just being like hey i'm a welcoming person you're valid i we may not know each other but i love you and Mm -hmm. you're doing your best well we do know each other and i love you yeah and i love you i love you i may not know like, probably I may not know you, but you just know. It's Roxy in the background for me. She's playing with her toy. She's so quiet this whole time. <laughs> At Pride, it's like, I may not know you, but, well, you are you, and that's what's important. You're living your life, I'm living my life, and I... Period. And, well, we're all living our life. Plain simple as that. Mm-hmm. And there are people who want to try and tell you differently, but, well, fuck them. But don't actually fuck them because they're hateful people. Or do. Might as or well. Or do. Like, might <laughs> as well. You know. Like. Maybe they. Mm-hmm. Make an honest bitch out of them. Exactly. Or just Sometimes make a bitch is. out of them. Maybe that's what they want. Sometimes <laughs> it is just. Just. uh. Sometimes it's just. Them portraying self-hate onto others. When they're having a hard time accepting themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can help them come around. Yeah, uh, projecting. Yeah, that's right. it, projecting. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's right. the word. Oh, my gosh. I talk about this shit all the time. Yes, we, like, people stay projecting their feelings and emotions. And oh, I sure. sometimes I joke about it, but, like, <laughs> oh, my God. People project their own insecurities constantly. And it's sad, but be an ally to those in need, honey booze. Yes. Don't just be a listening ear. And if you don't understand it, if you don't get it, that's okay. At least you're a listening ear for them. And empathize. Don't project your own insecurities. Empathize. Empathize. That's the one. That's what we're missing in this world today. Empathy, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Reed, you were interrupted. What were you saying? Saying that as long as you're willing to further educate yourself, that's perfectly fine. Even if, you know, you don't. It's like. If you admit, hey, I don't know the most about this issue, but I'm willing to learn, that's perfectly fine. Instead of just going, well, I know the basis, that's perfectly fine. 
Just like, don't let it be a dead end. Have the conversation. Constantly educate Mm -hmm. yourself and constantly have that conversation. Yep. Mm -hmm. And on that note, I think that's the perfect note for us to wrap this mother up. All right. All righty, my lovelies. Have a fabulous week. Mm -hmm. You as well, honey boo. This has been the Petty Podcast. Everyone stay cute, stay informed, and stay petty. It has been Coco. And Mama Jules. And our two guests, Miss Kalia and Mr. Reed. Everybody. Yes. And y'all, if you haven't already, please like, follow, and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or any listening network. Platform, yes. We're on podcast.com. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a follow. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Don't tell your coworkers. We get kind of nasty. You don't want to get called to HR. We, we, we do get a little nasty on here. FYI. But everybody, take care. Have a gorgeous night. And I love you all mucho. Love you. Bye. Bye.